We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Migrants brought to the U.S. as children and now in the country illegally can rest easy. In an interview with the Associated Press, Mr. Trump says the so-called dreamers will not be targets for deportation under his immigration policies. The president says his administration is not after the dreamers, but after criminals in the U.S. illegally. Polling stations opened Saturday in France's far-flung overseas territories one day earlier than on the mainland for the country's unpredictable presidential election as the 11 candidates observe a ban on campaigning. France's 10 percent unemployment and the country's lackluster economy top voter concerns, but security is important, too, as ballots are cast in the most nail-biting French election in generations. And the casualty toll raised now to 100 in an attack on a military compound in northern Afghanistan. You're listening to SRN News. Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot. And I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here at this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities, and their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our partners. Up next on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the closer Brad Carlson continues the Narns' domination of weekend political talk radio right here on AM 1280 The Patriot. Mitch Berg, the headliner, will be in tomorrow at 2 p.m. to hit all the posts. Be sure to join us then. And don't forget about the King Banyan Show over on Business 1440. It's every Saturday at 9 a.m. Replayed Sunday at 9 a.m. on Business 1440. From the Benjamin Franklin Plumbing Weather Center, a lot of sun this weekend. Highs in the upper 60s. This hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network is brought to you by Thompson Building and Remodeling. With over 30 years of experience in home repair and remodeling, Thompson Building and Remodeling can ensure you of a quality job done right. From expert roofing, siding, and window installation to full additions and more. To see their work, visit online at thompsonpros.com. Thompson supports the Northern Alliance Radio Network to bring Patriot listeners a local voice in local and national politics. The Northern Alliance is on. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. And Flavity Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast, uh, the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org, and we are here to take your phone calls at 651 289 4488. And you can also text your comments or questions at 651-243-0390 or weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NARN. That's hashtag N-A-R-N. With any comments or questions regarding today's show content, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Yes, it is the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance. Sands, the headliner, Mitch Berg, out on assignment. He'll be back for me tomorrow at uh, 2 p.m., and it will be a very compact version of the headliner edition, but uh, when Mitch has a purpose and is focused on a purpose, it is makes for entertaining radio. I'll just leave it that way. So definitely tune in to your regularly scheduled program. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, as kind of become tradition, me I must be getting soft because I don't do two hours regularly anymore. So whenever I do two hours, I feel the need to call in reinforcements. So <laughs> we are uh, honored to be joined, as always, by my good friends and fellow political activists, Kelly Gunderson and Jeff Kolb. You can find Kelly 
on Twitter at Talkette and Jeff on Twitter as well, J.P. Kolb. I've linked to both of their uh, Twitter feeds uh, at uh, at my blog, bradcarlson.org. Uh, Kelly, Jeff, it's become a fine tradition, and we appreciate you indulging me in this uh, fine tradition. Welcome back to the broadcast. Thanks, Brad. This is uh, It's a fun tradition, too. I mean, I look forward to this. You were so dedicated. One of the last times we did this, you had to be away. I think you were at the cabin or something, and yet you were sitting by uh, were you sitting by a fire pit talking to us pulled or something over, along those lines? over there? on the side of the road. Yeah. I think. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, yeah. That's commitment to a bit. I love it. You no, know, that was last year. There was a big storm in the Brainerd Lakes area, and we found out that a number of our trees on our property went down. And we were, my husband had already gone up there, and I was on my way. And I said, well, I'll just pull over here and talk to my good friend Brad. Yeah, that, well, that worked out good. And, it did uh, work out. Yeah, and, and Jeff, I'm glad you could sneak in here between nap times. Uh, you got another youngster <laughs> yet yeah. in the brood. Congratulations to you and Mrs. Kolb on Thank you. Uh, the Appreciate new edition. Yeah, she's uh, she's how old now? A couple months? Three four, four months. Just four about months. four months. Yep. Wow. Four months in, a, in about a week here. Yep. Time's ticking away. How old's the older one? Uh, three and a half. Wow. It's going on about 13. Exactly. <laughs> I remember <laughs> those days well. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, well, very good. A lot going on, obviously, in the uh, world of Minnesota politics. Now, uh, neither of you are state central delegates, so but yet we're still uh, interested observers, I guess you could say, in the Minnesota state central meeting for uh, our state party, uh, Republican Party state central delegates. And next week, there will be a new uh, MNGOP chair because uh, current chair Keith Downey not seeking re-election, and there will be a new deputy chair. And are we getting a new secretary, too? Are they holding that election? I don't think they are. I think... Uh, I haven't heard of a contested, but not. I think it's Barb um, Sutter. Barb, Barb Sutter. Yeah, yeah didn't she take over in the middle of whomever's yeah, term? Yeah, when Ryan Love moved that's out right, of That's Minnesota. right. That's right. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm getting behind. I almost said uh, almost said Heather Todd. She was secretary several times. a couple, back. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm behind on my G- MNGOP secretaries, apparently. But uh, uh, So we've got, uh, uh, I guess, Kelly, we'll start with you. We've got uh, four candidates right now uh, vying for Minnesota Republican Party chair and three candidates for deputy chair. Um, like I say, you all not state central delegates mm-hmm. may not have a vested interest, but uh, maybe kind of give your perspective. Do you have a preference? I mean, you are uh, still, I, I, I'm assuming, a proud Republican or at least I am, yes, a Republican. I am <laughs> still a proud Republican. I try to go to BPOU meetings when I can. Uh, life with two 11-year-olds is getting a little more busy, but I always I am a political junkie that likes the inside baseball, so I have been watching this race as much as I can. Even though that this year, um, I think this is the first time in probably eight years I am not a state central delegate or more. Okay, um, I bowed out when I am proud to say my BPOU Senate District Thirty Eight had fourteen people running for three spots, and I said, "Time for me to." Let somebody else have a turn at it because it it's uh, quite interesting when you get into it. You're nothing if not a giver, Kelly well, Gunderson. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes, I appreciate yes. Appreciate that, Brad. Thank you for your service. <laughs> that's for sure. So, um, it's an interesting race this year. I'll, I think every candidate has pluses and minuses. We'll put it that way. I want to try to be tactful because I I I like all of them, but I think all of them have some flaws that need to be addressed as well. Um, so. Of the four, we have Chris Fields, who is the current deputy chair. Right, right. We have David Hahn, former majority minority leader of the Senate. Never the majority leader. Never, the, yeah, you're right. Never. Oh, the so close, but oh, so far. Yeah, away. I missed yeah, it yeah, by yeah. just that much. Yeah, Rick, yeah. Rick Rice, who's the current uh, Republican National Committee man. Okay. Um, who is in his first term of that? By the way, I want to just point that out. And then uh, Jennifer Carnahan, who was who a state Sorry. quit it. Wow. The states. <laughs> State Senate candidate out of North Minneapolis. Um, I got to know her a little bit. She fell bit. just short in that race, I would assume. Well, yeah. you know, a Republican in Minneapolis, who would have guessed? Just I missed know. it by about 40 points. Uh-huh. Well, but I think has done better than previous candidates. So I, I, she made a showing. Progress? Oh, the, uh, she made the, a showing. the moral victory. Well, <laughs> That's all we got in Minneapolis, Jeff Cole. You know, don't deny us that. But, um, I, but I, I, I like her. I would say out of those four... My preference would be Jennifer Carnahan. Okay. I, I think it's Ooh. because, stop doing that. Yeah. I think it's because. Uh, of I, her complete lack of experience I don't or qualifications for the job? I don't think she has a complete lack of experience for the job. So it's something else. No, I, I like, I, she doesn't have a complete lack of experience for oh. the job. So I you. think when you look at somebody who has 
who has a business background, who has an MBA. I, you know, anybody can step into that race. You don't have to be a former legislator. You don't have to be a former officer with the party. I think if you look at those those qualifications of the past couple of of uh, uh, chair or deputy chair or whoever, you know, they're not always the best people who end up getting that job or people who have a credential of a being a former legislator sure. or former uh, party leader. So I actually like her fresh perspective. Um, but yes, she doesn't have the exact experience. I think she needs to, to, to work on that a bit in terms of some clout and gravitas. Sure. Now I want to now I want to bounce off of that, Jeff. Now obviously I mentioned you're not a state central delegate. Correct. So what are you looking for? I mean, what are the qualifications you personally would look for in a, in a state GOP chair? Obviously, you're not a fan of Mrs. Carnahan, but what, who, what, what would you look for in a uh, state GOP chair? Uh, well, I wanted to correct the record a little bit because you said you described us collectively as interested observers. I would describe myself as a disinterested observer. <laughs> Thank you for I, correcting the record. I, I, I really, that's obvious. Okay. I really, um, I really don't care. Um, un- unfortunately, at, at politics... Didn't mean to speak for you. I apologize, no, Jeff. Politics <laughs> is like a, like a really bad drug because you don't even really get the high. Um, <laughs> you, you know, you just, but you just can't quit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I keep trying to quit and walk away entirely from partisan politics. I just, I'm not that successful at it. Um, I don't. Again, I don't know why because I don't get it. There is no upside to it. Sure. Um, but I. But I have been watching. I mean, I think honestly, the the best model, the most successful model that the Republican Party ever had was um, the um, the Bill Cooper model of chair, where you had somebody who was more of a figurehead and kind of a um, kind of a a big name or a big voice, mm-hmm. but not involved in the day-to-day operations so much that you leave that to, to more of the professionals. I think the, sure. the biggest problem that you have is when you get somebody like the current chair who thinks that they're a political genius, um, but they're not, and they think that they're going to operate and that they should be that they should be running the place. I think that that causes a lot of um, that causes a lot of what you see today. Um, you also have, you know, Bill Cooper wasn't running for anything. He was never going to be a candidate for for office, unlike, again, the people seeking um, several of the people seeking today um, who are really kind of using it as a stepping stone, although nobody's ever really successfully used the party chairmanship as a stepping stone. And there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Of course, if you had any political instincts, you'd know that. Um, but um, so I think I think that's the model that works. We we don't have anybody with that um, in this race. But I but, you know, um, but, you know, I can tell you who I don't like. Um I don't think any of the – I'm going to stop there. Okay. Well, Tell us who you do like. I really want to know who you do. If you had to choose one of the four, I want to know who you'd pick. Oh, if I was voting, I'd vote for Chris Fields um, okay. with, without a with, without a doubt. Chris is a friend of mine. I'll disclose that now. I mean, I met Chris in 2012-ish when he ran against Keith Ellison. Yep, I had just 2012. Moved, I had just moved back to Minnesota. I uh, was looking to get involved um, in politics locally and found a guy who was running against Keith Ellison, and that's a quick way to get on my, on my good, good side. side. Right, yeah, right, right. Um, mine too. And so I've known, I've known Chris since then. I mean, I think Chris has a um, – I, I think of the candidates, Chris has the best, um, I guess, claim to the job. I don't mean that in a, in a like a – he's next in line, but sure. I, mean, I think that well, he's got me, the most tell compelling Tell me, though, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'm not a Chris Field supporter. I'd much rather see Chris Fields run for Congress again, and I told him that from the beginning. I think he's much better as a political candidate than as a political leader in terms of inter-party um, workings. What is it about Chris Fields' plan for the party that you seem to like? Well, I think Chris. what Chris brings – if you look at if we're in the time of Donald Trump and you want to look at and you want to look at what the what the so-called negatives would be against Chris that mm-hmm. he kind of shoots from the hip or that he is not as polished in his speech as some other people I think those are some of the negatives that people would bring up that right. maybe he's um, had a few social media mishaps or things like mm-hmm. that yes um that that seemed to continue, if you ask me. I, I think I think I think if you make one or two, you learn from it and you stop doing it. But for me, my perspective is Chris hasn't done that. But I think I think based on the time that we're in, um, maybe the realism and the um, and the ability. Chris is not somebody who's ever shied away from a fight. Mm-hmm. And Chris That's is not true. somebody who is ever going to be a shrinking violet. Mm-hmm. Um, again, he's not somebody who, to the best of my knowledge, I've never asked, but has. Um, political ambitions beyond that office. So, I mean, he's not angling for his run for governor Mm -hmm. or something else. So, I mean, I think if you want somebody who's going to go back to the days of um, 
the party doing the role that they're supposed to do from a messaging standpoint and not being afraid to get their hands dirty. And, um, I mean, we have seen countless scandals go by um, during the the Downey tenure, starting with Ryan Winkler's Uncle Tom comments, Mm -hmm. um, going into all of the stuff with Jeff Hayden, Mm -hmm. um, any of these things that we've just... The party has been silent, on. Mm-hmm. and and we of which of which Chris has been the leader of that party. Um, I haven't seen much from Chris on right. those two things. And I think uh, if you understand a little bit more of the dynamics, and we'll get into a little bit more of the dynamics of how the party operates today, mm-hmm. about how um, what Chris is and is not allowed to do mm-hmm. under the current administration, I think that that um, I think that you would understand a little bit more his silence on those things. But He's yet, really but been yet he could come out. But yet, Chris Fields came out against Jason Lewis running in the Senate, second district, so he can come out against Jason Lewis. Uh, being endorsed by the by the second district, but he can't come out against Jeff Hayden when he runs into a pretty meaningful political scandal scandal with uh, community action program. Okay. So why is it it's okay? And I don't want to just debate Chris here because I think the other three have plenty to de- debate about too. But I just run in. I have to object to that point because it doesn't make sense. Okay. Well, you're but to I will tell you this. Opinion, as usual. But I will tell you this: uh, Chris is well loved by the delegates, by most of the delegates. He does great in that atmosphere. He really does. Outside of that, I'd like to see a little bit more in terms of a plan from Chris. I talked to him before I wasn't a delegate to the mm-hmm. state central anymore, and I thought his plan was lacking. And I told him that. Okay. Um, and I'd like to see more from it. Well, that's good. Well, Jeff, don't think we've forgotten about your tweet now, uh, sir. When we come back from the break, uh, we want to uh, get to this uh, uh, tweet that's where Jeff told everybody to tune in for breaking news on the MNGOP chair race. Uh, we're going to try to uh, drag that out of him uh, during the break to see if we can't know it first before he reveals it <laughs> to the world at large. AM 12, of the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Brad Carlson along with my friends and fellow political activists, Kelly Gunderson, Jeff Kolb, coming back on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. I wonder how you're feeling. There's ringing. Have you ever thought you'd like to flip houses but didn't know how or where to get the money? Are you ready to be your own boss so you can start living the good life? Hi, I'm Preston Ely. I used to be so broke. I had my electricity turned off nine times, but I figured out a way to quit my job and find financial freedom in real estate. For a limited time, I want to send you a free copy of my smash hit selling book, How to Get Rich in Real Estate. It shows you how to copy exactly what I did so you can make money from the comfort of your own home without even doing any manual labor. I've already given away 5,000 books and they're going fast. To get one before they're gone, call 1-800-963-1041. Listen, if you're sick and tired of stressing about money, this book could change your life. It's short, fun to read, easy to understand, and awesome. To find out how to get your free book while supplies last, call 1-800-963-1041. Call 1-800-963-1041. 1-800-963-1041. If you're a CPAP user, soap and water cleaning may leave harmful bacteria, viruses, and mold that can make you sick. That alone will keep you up at night. Until now, SoClean.com is the world's first and only automated, hands-free CPAP cleaner and sanitizer. SoClean kills 99.9% of all CPAP germs without soap, water, harsh chemicals, or even equipment disassembly. And now, you can try it risk-free for 30 days. Call 1-800-960-4646. SoClean changed the CPAP experience for the better. My health has improved. It's simple to use, and I'm not worried about infections. SoClean's revolutionary design makes it easy to clean your CPAP and protect you against CPAP-related illnesses. Plus, SoClean works with all popular CPAP devices to clean them in minutes. It really is that easy. Don't risk your health. Call SoClean.com now to try it risk-free for 30 days. Call 1-800-960-4646. This offer won't last. Call now. 800-960-4646. 800-960-4646. Men, if you're like me, you appreciate the feeling of a clean, smooth shave from a quality blade. The sort of shave that cuts clean without the burn. So why are you messing around with generic razors that cost 32 bucks for an 8-pack when you can shave with Harry's high-quality German-engineered blades for half the price? And because Harry's is so confident in the quality of their blades, they'll send you their most popular set, complete with a razor, one of their world-famous blades, shaving cream, and post-shave balm for free if you cover shipping. A total value of $20 at no cost to you, with code 1165 at checkout. Their way of saying thank you for trying them. How is Harry's able to save you all this money and still give you the best shave you'll ever enjoy? 
by owning the factory that manufactures the blades. That's how. Go to harrys.com now and enter code 1165 at checkout to claim your free trial set and poche balm. That's harrys.com. Code 1165. That was too close a call, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> that light comes on and look out. Uh, you Nick's know, back there laughing at us. He's toying with us back there. You no, know, radio <laughs> is often best done off the air, <laughs> as I think all of us have run into. Hey, welcome back. I'm 1280 The Patriot on the Radio Network. Me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch Berg. Mitch will be back tomorrow, filling in for me from 2 to 3 p.m. And we're talking about the race for Minnesota Republican Party chair, current chair Keith Downey, after two terms not seeking re-election. And just before we got the show started, uh, Jeff indicated that uh, he wanted you all to stay tuned in for some breaking news regarding the MNGOP chair race. Uh, Jeff, are you uh, frantically searching for the documents that you have to uh, uh, supplement breaking news, or do you have it off the top of your head? No, I'm, I'm getting accused of holding out on the Twitter crowd by by going a full segment without, without releasing <laughs> uh, We apologize, folks. News, just a stream but... of consciousness gets going, and we just get to talk, and, and it I, happens. And i got to get one thing out of the way. I have to say happy birthday to my brother Tom, and hello to my niece Olivia, who's listening to me on the radio. So oh, I wanted to say nice, hi, yes. to, hi to them, and then happy birthday to the little brother, who's not so little anymore, because... <laughs> <laughs> now he's 35, which makes me old. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yikes. Yikes. Um, yeah, so if you if you want me to, to let you know. So, no, yeah, so yesterday, um, Keith Downey, the chair of uh, the current chair of the Minnesota Republican Party, sent out um, a two-page memo along with 30 pages of um, accompanying documents to the uh, State Central Nominations Committee indicating that he feels that uh, Chris Fields is not qualified to be party chair and that the nominations committee should disqualify him and not let him um, be a candidate when state central convenes. Now, Chris Fields is currently the deputy chair to Keith Downey's chair. Correct. So people would say, well, if anybody has any uh, insight or knowledge or information, and again, this is an argument could be Keith Downey would know, but 30 Thirty pages. What no, does this entail? Pages of documentation. It's basically a series of petty disagreements that Keith and Chris have had um, since since his time, and I and I will since Chris and Keith have been serving together. And I, and I will tell you, you know, if you don't know the kind of the kind of inside scoop, Keith really doesn't like. Um, Keith didn't like de- having deputy chairs. Um, he he's several times tried to take the salary away from that position, both when Kelly um, Kelly Fenton was the yep. the deputy chair, and then twice Chris Whitfields. Uh, he threatened to quit at a uh, executive meeting one night because um, a, of a disagreement he had with with Chris when the executive committee sided with Chris over him. He said, "Well, then maybe I should just quit." They had to uh, ask him to not to not quit. So um, Keith just I, I don't know if he has. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to speculate on it as to the motive, but um, Keith does not like, um, Keith doesn't like dissent. He's he's not really interested in somebody um, challenging his opinions, and I think um, party officers or party the state central delegates should be really careful about that. I mean, if you want to look at where this the, where the Republican Party of Minnesota has gotten in trouble before, there's a reason why the deputy chair is a independently elected officer um there's the, they are supposed to be a check and balance on that elected chair they sure. are accountable not to you know I, I i'm on the city council in crystal crystal as a city manager but that person is not my boss my boss are the people who elected me yes and it's the same thing for a party officer chris fields's boss is the state central delegates not keith downey mm-hmm. um and that's how it should be and mm-hmm. that's how a healthy system works because you should have two independent people but if you have someone who does not like to be questioned, um, and they are going to abuse their power like Keith is now, trying to basically say Chris is unqualified. There's no argument you could make that Chris Fields is not qualified from the stand of the nominations committee mm-hmm. to stand for election. If the I delegates agree. want to decide yes or no that he's qualified, that's up to the delegates. But for Keith Downey to be using his position where he's paid by the state party to be attacking another state party officer um, is totally out of line. It's unprecedented, at least in modern history. Um, you know, I can't say it didn't happen in 1943 sure, or sure. something, but I mean, Understood. it's unprecedented, at least in the last 20 in some recent, years. Recent and, and, and it's just, but it's part and parcel of kind of what you see. The other thing mm-hmm. that's going on here is you've got 2018 politics in play. Keith Downey wants to run for governor. 
and doesn't want Chris Field, somebody who he's spent the last four years beating up on, being the party chairman when he's running for governor because he thinks that's going to hurt him. That's why Keith Downey wants to support David Han. Same reason um, he sees that David Han is somebody that he can um, manipulate and push around, somebody who's going to fall in line um, because David Han's not a guy that's known for having a, a spine and standing up. Um, so I think that that's that. There's a reason why Downey wants Han. There's a reason why other candidates for governor want Han. They think that he's somebody that they can easily push around and manipulate. So um, if delegates want somebody who's going to be independent, I think they should look elsewhere. Um, and I think they should really be asking their chairman why he's spending um, his last few weeks in office not, you know, getting things together ready for an orderly transition of power, but instead of um, attacking. Uh, an officer who was elected by the same delegates as him and by a wider margin of those delegates than than Downey ever was. So um, there seems to be this this perception on Downey's part that um, somehow the delegates elected him, but then their election of Fields was like not valid, mm-hmm. and and that's okay. just not. Um, you know, I, I would say one thing that I would fault Chris on, and this is something you know maybe goes back to some of your criticism, is that he has not been assertive enough in standing up to Keith in terms of asserting the fact that, no, he's an independently elected officer of the party. And I've told this to Chris before. This is not a surprise. This would not be a surprise were he to be listening. Sure. Um, You're, you know, as the deputy chair, you're an independently elected officer and you're accountable only to the delegates. You're not accountable to the chairman of the party. The the chairman of the party is not your boss. The delegates who elected you are are your boss and you need to act that way. And, 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 um, again, disappointing but not surprising that that uh, Keith would pull something like this. Um, it's just kind of part of his personality of um, being very controlling. Um, you see that uh, when on the way he w- likes to control information, so people only get the information that he wants to give them. Um, and and you know, I think there's a lot of ugliness out there that people just don't see because it happens behind closed doors. Sure. sure. Um, but you know, it's okay. it's disappointing yeah. but not surprising. You know, and I think if Keith was going to if you really wanted to make a statement against Chris Fields is you go out and you endorse another candidate. You don't put, you know, negative, negative type of documents out there a week before the convention or, you know, just say, Hey, it would be big enough of a statement to say, I am endorsing. Hey, yeah. So-and-so. I was just going to say that. I mean, what that, this does is right. it drags up the muck from the bottom of the river and it's all up there for everybody to see. And it's like, what good does that do anybody? All it right. does is take us back more. So I agree with you, Jeff. It's, it's, it's unneeded. It does look unprofessional and, um, you know, well, good. I'm glad Keith's going out now because of this. Well, uh, we and we appreciate uh, the insight, Jeff. Of course, uh, um, Je- Jeff, of course, putting his uh, editorialization on it too. Let's uh, let's just be clear on that. I have no inside information. I'm not privy to this at all. So, uh, I, I Jeff doesn't need me to speak for him. He he's more than willing to to, to say what's on. Hey, his I'll mind. go I'll go out on the limb myself. All right, or I'll go. <laughs> By the way, fine. Jeff, when no, you do have no that, risking, no I'd biscuit. love to see a copy of that. I'll, for, I'll, for, I'll forward one to you right now. <laughs> I've got it. I, you know, within within a couple hours of its coming out i had several copies forwarded to me Um, it was clearly sent out in a way that was intended to be forwarded to other people so that it was distributed beyond um the nominations committee Mm -hmm. um he didn't send it just to the nations committee he He sent sent it to the delegates uh not the entire delegate pool but but enough people so that so speaking of deputy chair we do have a few candidates for that andy aplikowski david pasco and jen dejournet uh any 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 preferences there? Any insights on any of those candidates? Uh, I can't imagine Jeff would have any insights. Kelly, go first. <laughs> <laughs> I think I went first we'll last time. we spill into the next segment. I think in. I went first last time, Jeff. I'd like to know what yours is first. Well, I we think. only got about two minutes left, so go I... Go for it, Jeff. <laughs> you know, um, uh, I know all three of them. I do, um, too. I've, I've known all of them, actually, for kind of a long time. Um, they all have um, positive and less than positive qualities. Sure. I, I, I don't have... A strong preference in this that probably just annoyed all three of them by failing to come out and say <laughs> they and want say the coveted they want the I mean, coveted Jeff Kolb and actually dog actually no uh, I, actually they're probably all hoping that I don't endorse them. Um, <laughs> You're so modest. Yeah, they're probably like, "Oh, <laughs> please good. don't, please don't endorse me." Yeah. No, but but I mean, I, I, they're all, they're all three good people. They they bring different sets of qualities to the table, and I think the delegates um, should do a good job of listening to them and vetting them and decide it, which skill set that they want to bring. They they have, um, I would say, very different skill sets. Yep. Um, but they are all, I think, 
good people. Um, I agree. Andy might be surprised to hear me say that. I don't know. Um, you know he, I, <laughs> I don't think he's a big fan of mine, but um, you know, I, I think they all just bring different yeah. things to the table. I agree with that too, and I'm hesitant to put one in front of the other as well. I mean, they all have. Andy's been involved in the party for a long time. He's got great passion. He's got some negative sides of button heads with people at times and butting heads with a lot of people at times. Sure. But his passion is undeniable and his work ethic is. Well, he's also failed to support the endorsed candidate several times if you're going to make that a, list, a litmus test. I didn't say that. And I don't make that a litmus test. But I don't either, but yeah. but some people do. Some, some people, people do. find right. that, very, that, that to be very important. And if you're going to hold after the, the break, Brad? Well, that music means yes. We are <laughs> up against a, we are up against a break. We do want to get to the gubernatorial race as well. There's been some declared candidates. There's been rumored candidates, including the current uh, party chair, apparently rumored Boo. as well. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network here talking Minnesota politics with Kelly Gunderson and Jeff Cole. Back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Mom, I just don't get it. I hate math. Sound familiar? If your child struggled with math last year, it doesn't mean they have to this year. Let Mathnasium Learning Centers be the solution. Our unique teaching method is designed to fill in the gaps, boost confidence, and ultimately make math make sense. With over 700 locations worldwide, we're committed to making this school year greater than last year. Call 877-601-MATH or go to mathnasium.com. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I impartially shopped the highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $26 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 1-800-566-2424. That's 1-800-566-2424. 1-800-566-2424. Or go to SelectQuote.com. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price can vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Prices are for base buildings only. Do not include windows, doors, or accessories. The word on the street says we're in for an economic boom, so don't let your business get left behind. If you've been putting off building, now is the time to call General Steel. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price if you call now. For example, a 40 by 60 foot building is still less than 25,000. Even an 80 by 150 foot building is under 99,000. Imagine 12,000 square feet for under 99,000. This building is designed for your needs, no wasted space. And you get the general's quality and 50 year structural warranty at a price you can afford. You can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction by calling General Steel today. As much as half. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. Call now. 877-47-STEEL. It's not too late. Call 877-47-STEEL. That's 877-477-8335. Mitch Berg here. Folks, if you have a remodeling project, whether it's a new deck or a porch or a bathroom or kitchen remodel, there's only one company to call. That's Thompson Building and Remodeling. Owner Jeff O'Mara has been doing this for 30 years. He's here to help you through the whole process with the courtesy and respect for you and your home that you expect. Call Thompson Building and Remodeling today at 651-487-5318 and get started on your new deck, porch, or kitchen and bath project today. That's 651-487-5318 or on the web at thompsonpros.com. They're trying to get rid of me. <laughs> Just temporarily. Take a weekend off, Brad. Uh, you yeah. deserve a weekend off, Brad. <laughs> Every time I say rare and well-deserved break, I have to throw a quarter into the Brian St. Paul Ward Retirement Fund because he patented that phrase. <laughs> Because two Saturdays a month was a rare and well-deserved break in the Brian St. Paul Ward vernacular. Oh, so. my goodness. <laughs> hey, welcome back. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with uh, Minnesota political activists, observers, and even an elected official, city councilman mm. Jeff Kolb. He from the city of Crystal. 
And uh, Kelly Gunderson, she uh, is a uh, very involved in politics, not a state central delegate this time around, and uh, probably heavily recruited for the Lionel Lake City Council, I would imagine. Uh, you know, hey, hey, you, you know that happen. is up for election this yeah, year. There are two seats never. that are up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Run, Kelly, run. <laughs> well, we do want to get to uh, some of the candidates declared and rumored or otherwise for Minnesota governor because we've got that coming up. But uh, was there any final thoughts you had? I know we kind of... Uh, ended up the last hour talking about deputy chair. We were kind of uh, ambivalent about who would win that one, I guess. But So uh, I just wanted to say really quick, I mean, David Pascoe is a great guy. I think he's got a great attitude. I, I uh, He ran CD5. Uh, he was a CD5 chair. I think he did great things out there. I think his experience is a little little less than maybe what we want. But, again, it's a deputy chair position, and I I, I like his uh, – if he gets it, I'm well behind him as well. Okay. And Jen Jernet, same thing, just passionate, just everywhere. You need something, Jen's the person to call. Um, she's fabulous. So that's why it's so hard to pick somebody in that race is because I think you have three really good uh, qualified candidates. And I just wanted to say <laughs> – I was going to try to be really tactful, but there's one candidate I cannot be tactful about. It's um, Rick Rice. I know he's a great supporter of the party. I know he's done great things on the on the sidelines and in the background. But he was just elected last year to to be the states or to be the states Republican National Committeeman, who he pairs up with Janet Byhoffer and they go to RNC meetings. Um, he gets that election, and all of a sudden now he's throwing his hat in the race for uh, for party chair. Mm, sure, sure. And that was the one that I just sat there and I went. What? Wait a minute. Could you maybe do a term first and then maybe look at it? I just don't I don't understand his candidacy. So do you at think all. the state central delegates will hold that as kind of a black mark against him? I'm hoping that they will. Yeah. I but I don't know. Me and Jeff were just talking off air of how this class could be so different because it it is a new class of delegates. Like I was a delegate before and now this time I'm not. Um and how much has that happened around the state? And Jeff was talking about how C D eight, C D seven have picked up delegates, and that could, I mean... And the, three has three has decreased the number of delegates. Yeah, so CD3 lost delegates, seven, eight, okay. and one have picked up delegates. So I think that that, that could change the, the mix of delegates. Yeah. And as long as we're being non-tactful and talking about people <laughs> who have no business running um, for office, David Han, I don't understand how, you know, we already tried the experiment with a guy who lost a really winnable race uh, for the Senate being the party chairman for the last four years, and it's been a disaster. There's no reason to double down. The, the, the state party chairmanship should not be a consolation prize to uh, a legislator who can't win their own seat. There's just no argument to say, to be made to say, hey, you know what? Um, I lost a really winnable race, and uh, so therefore put me in charge of the whole party. Well, Rid- no, ridiculous. No, I want, now, there are a lot of people who have brought up that very point, and they've countered it by saying, well, for better or for worse, David Hand maybe sacrificed time going after his own seat in an effort to win back the majority in let's the, be, in let's the be state clear. Senate. Okay, let's be clear about what ha- what happened there. The, the I'm not saying I no right right right, that, right. But, the, uh, but but the Senate Republican um, Caucus or whatever they call the, their campaign arm raised money, handed that over to the Minnesota Action Network, and the Minnesota Action Network ran their entire campaign operation. Okay, so they were not involved. In, they were they they don't get the credit for. I mean. They were smart enough to know that they couldn't do it. They they couldn't do it, and that's great that that they didn't try to do it in house because then they would have lost. But the victory doesn't belong to David Hand. It wasn't David Hand's. Oh great, yeah, right, right. It wasn't David Hand's great strategy that took back the Senate. Okay. Let, let that, me just say, I just want to say, sure, go ahead. Rebut that just a bit. That that may be true, but we we're getting one side of the story on that. Knowing a couple of senators as well as I do, I don't know if they would agree to that testament, and they're not here to defend themselves. So. Jeff can say what he wants about the Senate Republican uh, caucus, you know, handing money and over I will. to whatever. And that's great. That That's your side. As as Lebowski likes to say, hey, man, that's your opinion. But, um, you know, they're not there to defend. The caucus isn't here to defend themselves. And I just want to state that because I have a feeling there are a couple of senators are going not exactly the whole story there. OK, and we'll leave it at that. I will say that, you know, that was kind of the one blemishes on it. On what was otherwise a unbelievable night, election night in 2016 was, you know, David Hand losing his seat. Right. And then well, the, Dave Thompson's old yeah, they, seat they also, also lost in late. Yes. That, yeah. that can't happen. No. That can't happen. That was, uh, you know, no disrespect to, to Tim Pitcher, who right. was a Republican candidate in that particular race. But that was that was a buzzkill. I'm yeah, not going to lie. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> But uh, okay, so uh, definitely be paying. We'll uh, uh, be recapping the state central 
uh, meeting probably on next Sunday's show. So there's a sneak preview. Thanks. You, you, you've done my show prep for me already. I appreciate it, gang. So, <laughs> well, we do want to get on to some of the statewide races. Of course, uh, we had uh, uh, Harry Niska on at 1.30, who I think we can all agree is a fantastic candidate for Republican candidate for the Minnesota Attorney General's office. I, no, yes, I do agree. <laughs> I just gave Jeff I just got the, I got the look. I'm like, Jeff's, uh, Jeff's gone on record. I saw say. his tweet going on record thinking Harry would be a great AG. So I already know Jeff's uh, no, inside yes. on that. So I, like, I could speak for him no, on that I like one. Harry. And I I told Harry a couple weeks ago before the announcement that once he once he announced, I you know I I've been waiting for this for a couple years and and I'm just thrilled, Harry. I remember this. the 2014 state convention when Scott Newman was getting up to accept the endorsement for Minnesota AG. Just before he was, I quick got on Twitter and I said at this point. If the Minnesota GOP were the WWE, Harry Niska would burst onto the stage and steal his thunder. So didn't quite happen that way, but it would have been oh, fun. That would have been great. Yeah, and Harry, he's he, a lot of people have been putting out hashtags like that, like draft Harry, draft mm-hmm. Niska, and you know he's always kind of laughed it off. Sorry, I got I'm a partner in a law firm. Yeah. I'm doing I'm good, but God bless him. Yeah, in talking to him, he definitely has the true spirit of someone wanting to get in office, not to further any political ambitions, but right. genuinely frustrated by an office that has become so politically partisan. I mean, 50-year stranglehold the DFL's yeah. had in his office. That, how does that happen? He has the perfect background for that position. He has no aspirations of going anywhere else. Law is Harry's Harry's deal, and that's all he wants to do. And he is perfect and he, to be the Minnesota Attorney General. And you all know this very well. He's not he's not afraid to go after people with his own party, aka the Hat, who uh, kind of black hat, yeah, kinda, with some who uh, I've had run-ins with as well. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, uh, also a uh, fairly prominent never Trumper, however. Yes, and, and I would be I'll be curious to see if that becomes He's a problem that, yeah. for him. Yeah, he addressed in the, it uh, in the last hour, and I I think Harry addressed it very well. Okay. And, ha- and Harry has said, "Look, I I will lay out a laundry list of things of which I've agreed with on the current administration, and there are several, and I will lay those out. I, I, I he can he can he can I, I don't I don't want to say he'll give him a mea culpa, but he'll at least admit to when." Things mm-hmm. are going well, and when things aren't, so that's, right. that's what it's about. Uh, to, I mean, I want to be perfectly clear about this. It's not a problem that I have. I, I sure. Think every sure. I think every individual should make up their mind about individual candidates and have their opinions. Um, and but I've been consistent on that, and I've never demanded purity from anybody else. So I think that that's where that's where we get into trouble if you're demanding purity uh, from others, but then you're but it's but not you. Um, and I think that's where Andy Apikowski is going to have some trouble. Um, Could be. When, you know, when uh, I support all endorsed Republicans except for X, Y, Z, and sure. now I'm going to be the enforcer and make sure that you support all endorsed candidates. Um, that, I think that's going to be uh, problematic for him. But um, uh, it will be interesting to see if that becomes an issue um, in the endorsement here. Um, I know that yeah. Harry... It would depend if somebody else gets in the room. And he's ready, he's ready for it. I know yeah. he is. He's, yeah, he's he definitely is. ready for it. I mean, that was one of the first things that came out. Well, uh, one of the statewide races, uh, we are. Uh, uh, there was uh, Larry Sabato's uh, website talking about how Minnesota is uh, going to be a, a, a toss-up for governor in 2018, which really isn't a revelation because you look back at the past five governor's races, they've all been within four points or less. So I don't know that that's really anything, any big revelation or showing the continued uh, Republican revolution that has swept across the country where I think two-thirds of the gubernatorial uh, uh, gubernatorial uh, office holders are Republicans across the United States. But that having been said, uh, there's been a lot of rumored candidates uh, running on the Republican side, only a couple of declared candidates. I know Blake Huffman, who's a Ramsey County commissioner, declared this past week. Uh, Philip Parrish, who I believe, was he running in 2014? Ooh. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, you don't like the name Parrish. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> 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 Anyways, oh, uh, inside joke. Uh, somebody named Jeffrey Ryan Wharton. He's running. Only Savior. The Only Savior train is oh, back. He's back. He's back. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Christopher uh, Christopher Chamberlain is running. He spoke at a B a BPOU meeting that I was at a couple of months ago, and I will just say I think this was well. I don't want to say it because if it's not him, then I would be mischaracterizing his position. So I'll I'll mm. say it off air. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, and of course, there's plenty of rumored candidates like mm-hmm. uh, House. Um, House Speaker Kurt Dowd, Senator Dave Osmek. I want to look straight in Jeff, Jeff's face. <laughs> <laughs> I want to look straight at Jeff when I said Dave Dave Osmek, friend of the show. So I'm not disparaging Dave Osmek, but Jeff has not been a big fan of Senator Osmek. Uh, Jeff Johnson is considering. I've so heard I that said, as well. Yeah, yeah. David Han is not saying no, so maybe if they oh for crying out loud. <laughs> 
So maybe if the party chairmanship doesn't work out, uh, maybe that's... Uh, and then there's rumor uh, Keith Downey as well. Keith Downey, uh, yes, of course, we, we covered that. Uh, there have been... Uh, the DFL side is kind of looking like their 2016 Republican crop with all these candidates getting in. Uh, St. Paul Mayor Chris Coleman, uh, Representative Aaron Murphy, who's, I believe, also out of St. Paul, mm-hmm. yep. uh, State Auditor Rebecca Otto, uh, Tim Waltz, who barely, barely escaped his race in mm-hmm. CD1 this past November, and uh, Bernie Sanders uh, devotee Tina Liebling, Representative Tina Liebling, all in the <laughs> race. Yeah. I know, that's another one. So, just go, what? Yeah. Uh, like I say, I, I don't know who to root for on the uh, DFL side. There's also uh, a rumor there is a draft Rick Nolan committee going that's on right, right now. He, too, barely escaping exactly. uh, his re-election. Twice, battle. barely escaping. And by the way, this is just an aside. Um, when he and Jason Lewis were riding back together from Washington, oh, yes. D.C., I'm like, I smell a buddy comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I do, too. That's just a random. <laughs> sitcom right there. I, I just got to tell you. Oh. That was fabulous. Just all around. The pictures, the tweets from both of them, the video that Jason put up. I just, I loved it. I thought it was great. And it was just, it, and there wasn't anything partisan about it. It was two guys in a car, dry. I mean, it was plane strains and almost, almost, you know, yeah, not yeah. quite. Those aren't pillows. Yeah, <laughs> not that far. No, not like that. But Sorry it was to... nice to see them having good discussions about, you know, uh, a couple of things that they probably look you know, in the same direction on. So I loved it. It was great. No, I know it's early, but uh, does anybody have any preferences for the Republican side as far as as far as governor goes? I mean, uh, Blake Huffman, we had him on in 2012 when he was elected as Ramsey County Commissioner. Heck of a nice guy. Don't know a lot about him. He's a heck of a nice guy. Doesn't he, doesn't draw a lot of enthusiasm. No, he does um, not. And unfortunately, I'm just I say this I, I say this kind of heavy hearted because I know I know a couple of people that are backing his campaign. Uh, Blake Huffman, if you ask me really needs to reconsider this. Um, it's hard to be a Republican when you vote for a $13 million uh, takeover of the uh, city of Venice Heights Ice Arena and Golf Dome mm. uh, after it failed by, a, I think, a private... Or no, it was the city that put it up. A private entity tried to buy it. It didn't work out. Here comes Ramsey County to the day, and they buy the, the complex, and they are running it now, spending who knows how much each year on that org organization's um, operational duties. Now, I've seen a rumor that, that maybe that's turning a profit right now, but it sure as heck isn't going to turn a profit to pay back that $13 million anytime soon. So he enthusiastically voted for that, and that's right away where I have a problem with Blake Hoffman. And he's made some very moderate and, and not moderate in terms of the left side of votes in Ramsey County, even though I don't live there. I, I'm close to that border, and so I watch it. And, uh, you know... Great for Blake throwing his hat in, but uh, we'll see how far that gets. One final segment coming up on today's broadcast. And if you'd like to weigh in, uh, a lot of you are weighing in via Twitter with your insights, sending me text messages, and we appreciate the feedback as always. And give us a call if you so desire, 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. Or you can weigh in via Twitter, as many of you are doing, hashtag NARN, that's hashtag N-A-R-N. One final segment coming up, talking Minnesota politics with Kelly Gunderson, Jeff Kolb, right here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. Nobody cares somehow When the loving that you've wasted Comes raining from a hapless cloud And I might stop and look up my AM 1280 The Patriot Say, that new sign you have sure looks great. Actually, that's the same sign we had before it was converted to new LED lighting by the team at Action Plus Sign. They also put our logo and graphics on all of our trucks. Action Plus Sign, serving the Twin Cities for over 25 years. Specializing in vehicle graphics and wraps, storefront, and lighted signs. See them online at actionplussign.com or call 952-891-4444. That's 891-4444. Three great political minds. Dennis Prager, Hugh Hewitt, and Ed Morrissey. One night. Sunday, May 21st. And 100 days. days. Tickets are on sale now and going fast for the Trump The First 100 Days Tour. An evening of in-depth analysis on the current state and the future of the Trump presidency. Find info, tickets, and special VIP options at am1280thepatriot.com. 
Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I've been telling you about Relief Factor for about six months now. I've been using Relief Factor for a lot longer than that. Just like you, I've heard about Relief Factor on the radio, and I simply had to try it because I had hip and knee pain that wasn't going away. Well, it worked for me in about two and a half weeks, so I asked them if I could endorse the product. That's a true story. Now I'm hearing from listeners everywhere, like Tim from Pennsylvania, who wrote, Pain I had lived with for three to four years has completely disappeared. After two months of Relief Factor, it has totally vanished. I'll be 72 in March, and I feel at least 10 years younger. It's great to be pain-free again. It sure is. If you're struggling with ongoing back or neck pain, shoulder, hip, knee pain, general muscle aches and pain, do what I did. Go to relieffactor.com. Order their three-week quick start for just $19.95. Try it for three weeks, $19.95, relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com or call toll-free, 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. Men, if you're like me, you appreciate the feeling of a clean, smooth shave from a quality blade. The sort of shave that cuts clean without the burn. So why are you messing around with generic razors that cost 32 bucks for an 8-pack when you can shave with Harry's high-quality German-engineered blades for half the price? And because Harry's is so confident in the quality of their blades, they'll send you their most popular set, complete with a razor, one of their world-famous blades, shaving cream, and post-shave balm for free if you cover shipping. A total value of $20 at no cost to you, with code 1165 at checkout, their way of saying thank you for trying them. How is Harry's able to save you all this money and still give you the best shave you'll ever enjoy? By owning the factory that manufactures the blades. That's how. Go to harrys.com now and enter code 1165 at checkout to claim your free trial set and post-shave balm. That's harrys.com. Code 1165. Yeah, it's more than that. Yeah, more than that. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. One final segment on the broadcast. It is me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch Berg. Mitch will be back tomorrow, filling in for me from 2 to 3 p.m. Again, always uh, great to have on uh, Kelly Gunderson and Jeff Kolb. And if there's ever a... Uh, Sunday that I can't uh, that I can't make it. Uh, I always promote. I, I will say I promote you to 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 our program director because Mitch gets all, always gets right of first refusal, and he's such a radio junkie that <laughs> he'll he'll sometimes do two shows right. on the weekend. So that's just how he rolls. But uh, uh, I actually uh, a month ago wound up in the hospital with food poisoning. Oh, that's wow. right. I but it was one thirty in the morning, so I didn't think that would have been prudent to call you at one thirty in the morning. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, I would have taken the phone. I, I think imagine, I, yeah, I would have yeah, taken yeah, yeah. for radio. Yes, yeah, I would have done it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my wife took my phone away from me. He says, you're going to urgent care right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's kind of how that went. Oh. So, yeah, so we did. So we ran a best of show and uh, uh, kudos, Ed. Uh, you show. Oh, yes, we did. We did see that. Uh, we appreciate. Uh, was that Rob? That Rob, yeah, Rob Dorr tweeted yeah. out to me so, um, that Doug Wardlow. Wardlow? Wardlow. Ooh. Wardlow. Is also running for attorney or word law. I don't know. Um, yes, I, I was aware of that. We didn't mention him. Um, I thank you, Rob. Yeah, thanks, Rob. I was aware of that, but um, I don't endorse candidates on this show because number one, no one really cares what I think. But secondly, uh, I want all the candidates to come on my show, regardless of whether I support them or not. Uh, however, purposes of full disclosure, Harry and his lovely wife Jen are friends of my wife and I, and we've always admired their. Uh, just dedication to uh, local politics, just in our BPOU, and then of course to the state. And Jen was CD six chair for a while, mm-hmm. so Harry's the guy for me. That's you know I'm breaking my own rule and endorsing Harry Niska for to be the Republican candidate for Minnesota Attorney General. That's just me. I'm speaking for myself. I don't normally endorse candidates, but like I say, uh, I am enthusiastically uh, supporting Harry. I f- didn't tell him that on the air. I think he assumes it though, but maybe not. You so. know, maybe not. <laughs> Who, who's to say? So, all right, well, we got a, no, got a few no, minutes left to go. I'm sorry, Jeff. You never assume anything in yeah. politics. Oh, right? that's, that's true. That's number one, yeah. rule number one. That's true. Now, did you really uh, drop an S-bomb uh, on the city council meeting the other night? Or yes, was I just, did. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, no, really? I did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so calling just, you uh, Jeff Hortman over here. No, it was, <laughs> it, it was you know, it, it made sense in context. And you know, Okay. Well, wait a minute, though. The last two politicians that I know that have dropped the S-bomb was Governor Dayton earlier this week did the right, same right, thing. Right, right, right. Yeah, did, did it dropped a BS on a, and a reporter recording him, and then who was the other one? Um, oh, uh, DNC Chair Tom Perez. Yeah. Yeah. So Jeff, what I does f- that say about you? I figured it. <laughs> I just figured it was okay now. So apparently, I, figured, you know, oh. I mean, well, it, don't fall into t- that hey, camp. Let me tell you what. Yeah, it was not the first time. It will not be the last time. 
Okay, well, that's fair. That's I fair. Just, you, know. you know, I just got to keep it real. Well, keeping it real and keeping <laughs> it non-profane are kind of the two different things. Yeah, well, anyway. obviously you can't, you can't repeat it here, but, uh, yeah, you know. No. I, w- I would never do such a thing. No. Yeah, well, a, a lot, uh, obviously, coming up. I mean, like you say, Election Day, midterm elections, 19 months away. But it's amazing. We're already talking about candidates getting in the race. Harry was already up. Thief River Falls today. I mean, that's dedication. He's, he's hitting the ground running yeah. uh, for Harry Niska for attorney general. So, uh, yeah, we'll be interested to see uh, some of the Republican uh, candidates uh, that get in the get in the race for governor. Uh, any ultimate uh, predictions? We've got a few minutes left to who might eventually get in. There's all uh, people have been saying Kurt Dowd's been ang- angling for uh, governor since Governor since Dayton was, was reelected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because obviously, 2014, the House got the majority back, and Kurt Dowd was Speaker. Uh, I don't know. I, I would be oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. Go I ahead. would be surprised. If doubt did not get in, right. mm-hmm. I would be surprised if Rick Nolan doesn't ultimately right. get in. I agree. Um, you know, uh, I would be not surprised if Downey eventually decides not to run mm-hmm. um, after everything. Who knows? Um, he has terrible political instincts, so he probably will <laughs> anyway. Um, I think the endorsement looks very interesting on the Republican side. Um I, I'm not sure who gets endorsed. Best case scenario would be nobody gets endorsed, um, and then you always say that, though, Jeff. That's true. Dare to dream. That's because it's always that's because it's always the best case scenario to actually let real people decide who the candidate is instead right. of a group of um, of uh, so you're a primary non-representative. Primary. But bouncing insiders. off of that, uh, in the. Uh, uh, the endorsed candidates did very well this this last cycle uh, in the primaries, you mm-hmm. know, 2016. So, you know, I'm not saying one leads correlation equals causation. I get that, but you know, yeah, the endorsement did work this cycle. Uh, well, very I don't well. know if it works so much, but the endorsed candidates did win their mm-hmm. primaries. Right. Whether you want to say it was because of endorsement or not, that's obviously open for debate, which we don't have time to have. So we'll have to tune in to the Jeff and Kelly show. <laughs> I'll give you, I'll give you a candidate that I would really like to see jump in. Okay, personal friend of yours and mine. Senator Michelle Benson. Yes. I want yes. her in very much. She is very she's a political wonk, but she puts a great style on it. Mm-hmm. And I really like Michelle Benson. Yeah, I, I've never talked to her about it personally, and even if I had, I wouldn't reveal I any either. conversations I had with her. Um I I I'll just say I'd be mildly surprised if she did. If you she know, got in. If it? she got in, yes. Okay. If she Fair if she enough. did. I, that again, that's just from just having just Knowing her, not yeah. having any conversations about it, because I've never asked her about it. Right, but just I haven't her. either. Yeah, yeah, I haven't either. But boy, I just, I just like her as a candidate and, you know, and as a a, a a governor. I think she'd be a great leader. Yes, I, yeah. I'd say I hate to be a pessimist, but we all know that's not true. But I, <laughs> I, um, we don't hate to be. You just, yeah, you I are just what am. you are. Yeah. Um, I think Tim Waltz is. Uh, I think Democrats would be insane to nominate anybody besides Tim Waltz, and I think he's. I think he would be a very Formidable candidate. He Hanging is, around he, moms demand action is probably not a good idea for what has become a very pro-gun state. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just saying. So. But does that uh, does that um, outstate? Uh, that's, that's you know where tough. where does you know uh, you know uh, yeah. we can talk about it more off air. But <laughs> absolutely, AM twelve eight of the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Kelly Gunderson, Jeff Kolb, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for coming on. We Thank appreciate you, Brad, it. for having us. Thanks, Jeff. I always like doing radio with you. You too. And Thanks. ladies and gentlemen, be sure to tune in to Mitch Berg, who is filling in for me tomorrow, two to three p.m. Godspeed, my friends. Have a blessed week. Progressive brings you Flowetry with Flow. Motorcycle and car insurance bundled like macaroni and cheese. Please, I got discounts up the wazoo. Yahoo! Saving money, riding down the open road on my bike, dropping fine rhymes, then dropping the mic. Assuming that's okay with the venue. Bundle your motorcycle and car insurance and save with Progressive. Call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Looking to buy or sell a vehicle? Make sure you check out Minnesota's very own CarSoup.com. CarSoup features vehicles from hundreds of Minnesota auto dealers, and we bring you thousands of exclusive money-saving specials every single day. Buying or selling, new or used, CarSoup is geared to make sure that wherever you are in our great state, whenever you're in the market for a vehicle, you'll never miss a great deal. Check out the local site with everything you need to buy, research, and sell. CarSoup.com. Have you ever thought you'd like to flip houses but didn't know how or where to get the money? Are you ready to be your own boss so you can start living the good life? 
Hi, I'm Preston Neely. I used to be so broke. I had my electricity turned off nine times, but I figured out a way to quit my job and find financial freedom in real estate. For a limited time, I want to send you a free copy of my smash hit selling book, How to Get Rich in Real Estate. It shows you how to copy exactly what I did so you can make money from the comfort of your own home without even doing any manual labor. I've already given away 5,000 books and they're going fast. To get one before they're gone, call 1-800-963-1041. Listen, if you're sick and tired of stressing about money, this book could change your life. It's short, fun to read, easy to understand, and awesome. To find out how to get your free book while supplies last, call 1-800-963-1041. Call 1-800-963-1041. 1-800-963-1041. How are you going to grow and protect your money in today's market? Getting the right education one-on-one from professional traders is the answer. Online Trading Academy is a local academy that teaches you how to grow your nest egg and create an incredible second income that you can use now and through retirement. Learn these skills now so you never outlive your retirement savings. You can improve your consistency by learning our rules-based strategy. Students love the lifetime of education and support, and our community will change your life forever. We have been teaching individuals successful trading techniques with the best tools available for 20 years. Once you get this education, no one will care more for your money than you. Text OTA to 313131 and register for a free trading and investing workshop. Online Trading Academy Radio. From the Nepsis Capital Management Studios, this is AM 1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Val Dior. In an interview with 